Hi, I'm Pastor Jason Deshaw, and you're watching Redeemer Online. I'm excited about what is coming for us this particular week. We are coming off a Sunday where we recognize Palm Sunday in this time when Jesus entered Jerusalem to Hosanna's. And we're going to follow a journey along with Jesus to where we experience his risenness, his rising from the dead on Easter. And, and we're going to celebrate that as we go through this. Now, we recognize that this is a different season. This is an incredibly different season for us and for all of us who are, are calling Jesus our, our Lord and Savior. That This is just different for us. And we want to recognize that um, and we want to do something different as we journey along together. So we are going to, each day of Holy Week, we are going to look at one aspect of Jesus' journey from Hosanna at, at um uh, that was called Palm Sunday, uh, to Easter and the celebration of He is Risen. And each day marks something new in that journey. So Monday through Friday of this week at 6.30, we're going to be taking a closer look at each day in Jesus' journey. And when we do that, we're going to create a picture. We're going to see this picture of who Jesus is and why He had to walk this the way that He did. Now, um, we want to also recognize that in the church, this is called uh, Holy Week. And, and wherever has there been something more set aside for the purpose of God, set aside the, this experience that we have. Um, we are segregated from each other. We are in our own homes with just our families. And we are separated. And so I want to take this time and separate it for the purpose of God separate us for his purpose. And so we are going to do a journey together, steps to Easter, a holy week. And I want to invite you along on that journey with me. The first day that we are going to be talking about is coming out of Palm Sunday. Now, Palm Sunday is this incredible moment where Jesus enters Jerusalem, and it's to the celebration of the people. Now, there were some scribes and some religious leaders that were offended at his entrance, but for the vast majority of the people that were gathered there, this was an incredible celebration. Now, there were even more people in Jerusalem than there would be on, on a normal time of the year because they were all preparing for something called the Passover, a, a Jewish feast that was going to be celebrated in just a few days. And so Jesus was milling about in, in Jerusalem with all of these people who were gathered for purpose. And he was milling about with them. And, and the day that we are going to be talking about is that day that follows Palm Sunday, his, his triumphant entrance into Jerusalem and the day that would be Monday on our calendar. Now, this is a day where people are in the business of setting the groundwork and setting the preparations for their family, for their gatherings when it comes to, or comes to uh, the feast that they were going to gather around. And they're gathering all the different elements. And so they need a lamb to, um, to, for their feast. They need the, the elements to make the bread that they need. They need all of the, the spices and the seasonings and, and everything that goes along with telling the story of God and his people through the Passover feast. And, and as they gather these things, there's an inherent desire to be right with God as you prepare for them. And so that people were gathering at the temple to take the steps necessary to be right with God. 
And what that meant for them is to prepare a sacrifice before God. Usually it was a, a bird, a, a pigeon, um, or, or another small animal that they would sacrifice so that they would be in right standing or, or good standing with God. And so Jesus comes upon the scene. He comes to the temple and he is, he is thinking about all of the things that are going on and, and as people are making their preparations, as people are making their attempts to be right with God, he's looking at all of these preparations that are going on and he's thinking, I've got a new plan. I've got something different in store for people. This isn't what God intended for this purpose. And so we come on the scene in Mark 11, and I want to read these words for you. Mark 11, beginning with the 15th verse. And they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold and those who bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who, were, who sold pigeons. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And he was teaching them and saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers? And the chief priests and the scribes heard it and were seeking a way to destroy him. And they feared him because all the crowd was astonished at his teaching. And when evening came, they went out of the city. You see, Jesus came on this scene. He saw the money being exchanged. He saw the, the sacrifices being purchased. He saw people sacrificing their, their finances to, to be right with God. And he knew that there was a different way coming. And so as he overturned those tables, he was overturning not just somebody's way of making a living, not just a, a broken system. He was overturning a system of relating to God of having relationship with God. And so he quotes this incredible verse from Isaiah, and I'll read it for you again. Is it not written, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. So these people who are gathered there are, are not the ones who have access to God. That would be the priests. And, God, and what Jesus is telling them is that he's overturning the system in, in the, the, the house of prayer that this place is, the, the, this place of gathering, this temple is, is not just for the priests, but it's for all the people to enter into the kingdom. And so it's an incredible opportunity for Jesus to communicate not just what is for those people present in the moment, but for all of us. What Jesus was walking towards in Easter was a new way of having relationship with God, of having prayer with God, of, of communicating, of, of having that um, real connection with this God that is his Father. And so he overturns the tables, but really he overturns our, an entire system of relating to God. And isn't that true as much for them as it is for us? That today, that there are systems that we have in place that get in our way of relating to who God is, of having consistency in our prayer life, of, of feeling that connectedness with a God who loves us, who cares for us, who sent his son to walk this week along with us as he prepared himself for what was to come. And so I want to encourage you to be thinking of those systems that you might have in place in your life that get in the way of your meaningful connection with a God who loves you, 
I want, I'm here to tell you that, that Jesus did these things not out of anger, but out of a sense of a new thing coming, that he is a new relation, a new way of connecting to God that's available to us today. The Apostle Paul, when he was writing to the earliest churches, he, he talked about this concept called grace. Now, grace isn't something that he invented, but it is something that is entirely different when we look at the, what Jesus has done for us. You see, these people were taking things and using resources that they had to achieve a connectedness with God. But what Jesus is saying is that there's nothing that can be done, done to connect us to God on, from us. It's only through him that we can be connected to God, through grace, not what we deserve, but what he gives us freely. And so when he overturns those tables, he introduces us to grace, to what Jesus has done for us, what Jesus uh, changes everything about, and that is our connectedness to God. And so as we take these steps together through this Holy Week, I want you to recognize your unique opportunity to be connected to God, to be connected to his love, his care, and all of that is through his son. Now, the question that I want to leave you with today is something that has been challenging me in particular in this time of, uh, of a different pace in my life. And that is, what are the systems, what are the things that I have in place that I need Jesus to overturn so that I can change my way of living my life, not from just doing the things, but to receiving his love. Not just doing the things, but to receiving his love. And with that, I want to pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we can be in your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you did overturn the table so that we can have a new relationship with you, not based on the things that we can bring, but on what you can do for us. And so we pray that love into our lives. And we pray, Lord, that as we take this time each day, five days, focusing on who you are, that we would receive that love in a way that we have not before that there would be barriers that would be broken down and that we could have all, all that you have in store for us. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, tomorrow we are going to move from the temple. Um, we're going to move from Jerusalem, in fact. Um, right after this in Matthew, it says that Jesus went to spend time in Bethany to rest, to sleep there. And then once we are in Bethany, which is just east of Jerusalem, we're going to move just a slight bit north to the Mount of Olives, where we're going to hear an incredible teaching of Jesus from the Mount of Olives. And it's going to be our Tuesday, our day two on our steps to Easter. So join me tomorrow as we begin that journey together.